we start to see a little bit these different characteristics. Paul's list to both older men and older women isn't to specifically say that older women and men have specific issues. He's not trying to say that these are the only ways that they can live godly lives. Paul's emphasis is to say that all believers must embrace godly living, both older men and older women alike. But also older men and women have specific roles in our families, in our communities, in our churches. They are there to lead. Last week we looked at leadership in the church specifically, we looked at elders and overseers, but we can't leave all of the work to them. Everyone has a responsibility for godly living. This responsibility is where older men and women are worthy of respect, where they are self-controlled, they are honouring to God, and they are setting a good example for others. Because this is where Paul points Titus to next. Let's have a look at the second half of verse 3, or going into verse 4. Because Paul says to older women, you have to teach what is good, so that they then can urge the younger women to go and love their husbands and children, to be self-controlled and pure, to be busy at home, to be kind, to be subject to their husbands. And yeah, it's really interesting in how Paul says this to Titus, because notice that in the first two groups, he says to Titus, you are to teach the older men and to teach the older women. But when it comes to the younger women, he says, well, actually, And so Paul 
you want to get somewhere, well, maybe you have to do a couple of things here and there on the side, but you want to get to your goal. That's what people normally say, but Paul is saying, actually, no, don't talk back. To not steal from people, to be fully trustworthy. And when we do this, it makes a statement. When we live godly lives, it actually makes a statement to those around us. When our community embraces godly living according to the Bible, Paul actually says three things start to happen. We have a quick look at this because in verse 5, in the second half of it, so Paul has just said, teach the old men, teach the old women, uh, encourage the young women. And then at the very end in verse 5, he says, do all this so that no one will malign the word of God. You know, the church in Crete at that time, they would have faced a lot of people scrutinizing the church. People were watching the people in the church. People were watching the Christians. What is this new religion? Who are these followers of Jesus? What are they like? I mean, today it's the same as well. You'll find that people are watching Christians really closely. But what happens is when the church upholds Scripture by godly living, God's word is kept because we are living out what the Bible says. So that when people look at the Bible and look at us, they say, wow, it matches up. The issue is that quite often what happens is people don't live according to the Scriptures, and that's when God's Word is aligned. So that's why Paul says we need to have godly living so that God's Word is not aligned. As we move into verse 8, so he says, similarly encourage the young men, all these things, and at the end of verse 8, he says, so that those who oppose you may be ashamed because they have nothing bad to say about us. And again, no matter whether we like it or not, there are going to be people who don't like Christians. It could be for a variety of reasons. It could be because they had a bad experience when they were younger, or they're being hurt by the church over time. It might be that people don't agree with what the Bible says. And so these are those people that will be watching. These are those people that will be waiting for us to not live according to God's word. But this is what Paul is saying. If our church community is living godly lives, then there will be nothing bad to say about us. And then finally, at the end of verse 10, Paul says, why do we do godly living? so that in every way they will make the teaching about God our Savior attractive. Godly living is an attractive gospel witness. When the church embraces godly living, suddenly people are interested. When we live counterculturally, when we don't live like what everyone else does, people will notice that something is different. For older men and women, when you live godly lives, suddenly the younger men and women will look up and say, wow, there's something different, something attractive that I want to follow. When we live counterculturally by being humble in our jobs, in our places, doing our absolute best for our employers, for our teachers, for those who we are serving, when we don't talk back to them, when we are honest and trustworthy, people will notice and they will ask, The answer as to why we do this is found in our last few verses. 
Amen. Thank you so much for that message.